Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever wondered exactly what it is that that married man found so appealing about paying for it? Or watched the murder doco and thought, how can that monster's mother still love him? Welcome to To Be Frank, the show that invites you to step inside the world of Constance Hall as she explores the most interesting topics and people from all over the world with no BS, no filter. Now your host, Constance Hall and co-host, Claudia McLeod. Hello and welcome to another episode of To Be Frank. I'm Constance Hall. And I'm Claudia McLeod. Today, we have a very special interview. Those of you that have followed me since way back when my blog first started going viral, 2016, will have known this little thing since she was, how old were you in 2016, Billy? Like 11 or something? No, no, no. That's Do your maths, like, Billy. Come on. You're two. You're two. You're two. Oh. There you go. Billy Violet, my oldest daughter, welcome to the show. Hi. So good to have you here, Billy Violet. This is going to be the longest chat I've had with you in a long time as well. So the reason I wanted to get Billy on, right, is because time and time again throughout my career, I have heard people talking about the ethics of mom-fluencing and sharenting. <laughs> I like that, sharenting. I haven't heard that. So like the overshare, sharing, you know, too much of your kid's life online. The ethics have come into question mm. and I'm obviously an ethically challenged kind of gal, so... <laughs> quite often and and reassess but yeah I found it interesting because people talk a lot about exploiting your kids online now I kind of feel like I'm okay because every parent is different with what they will and won't share and, and every parent it's sort of up to them with what they will and won't share but I've never felt like I went and did a kid's unboxing thing or turned <laughs> my kids into stars I just kind of felt like I used my public Facebook as I would use my private Facebook and sort of did the brag post. Yeah, when I, was I would agree with that. And I've never seen you do any like trying to make money off things like selling laundry detergent with all the kids on top of the, you know, yeah. wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> well, well, <laughs> you like, How do you turn this machine on? <laughs> So but you've never like, used them to, yeah, ex, you know, exploit or make money. I've never felt like I was earning money that was rightfully theirs. Like everything that I've earned was been off my own back, my designs, my clothes, yeah. my book. I definitely know that my children have been raised in the public eye and I'm very well aware that it's affected them because it comes up in our weekly conversations, like, you know, things that other kids can do, we can't do. I had to have a conversation with Rumi yesterday because Rumi said that one of the kids in his school was talking smack about me. And, uh, <laughs> Is that what he said? Is that the words that he used? Uh, no, but basically <laughs> he wasn't saying it's throwing shade. <laughs> I think he was saying that they were calling me a poo or something Aww. like that. And I was saying to him, do you understand, Rooms, that like people don't know other people's parents like they know me and that sometimes the kids might be hearing things from their parents? And he was like, Mom, you're not famous to kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, though. Like you know, it's yeah. that's that's his interpretation of it. 
but you yeah, are exactly. to their parents. That's where he's hearing it. Yeah. That's why it doesn't affect their lives as much. That's why I've never felt like, you know, they're walking into a playground and everyone's going, oh, we know who you are. But you're some rapper. Well, I'm not a rapper. But that's different but for you, like, right, Billy, like because you are older and have more understanding of things. She would probably have the most understanding out of all the kids. Yeah. And I, I think that it comes into play with other kids' parents. But more like to, to go back to the beginning, where in a, on a daily basis, how does it affect your life that I have subjected you to an online presence? On a daily basis? Yeah. I wouldn't say very much. We're talking about like a daily basis. Then like Okay, you can broaden or it. Or even like a basis. weekly basis or like yeah. on a whole, like just generalise <laughs> it. Like, you know, some <laughs> days this will happen or nothing happens um, at all. Not much. Maybe like when I was probably like little, maybe like year seven, like how does it affect me? Are mm. you asking? Yeah, yeah that was like, a good other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like commenting from their, what they've heard about their parents or their parents that follow you, they don't like you or whatever. Yeah, have you felt like you've had to defend me or have you felt embarrassed? Never embarrassed. I'm Aww. proud. That's okay. I'm, I'm always you, def- Billy. You feel like you have to always defend me. That worries me too. She's always yeah. got to it. Do you remember the first time that, like, you heard something being said and you felt uncomfortable? Like, you know, you you were like, it, it just made you f- feel uncomfortable hearing someone say something about mum? Just made me pissed off. Like, they don't even know my mum. Why are they mm. acting like they know her? Yeah. Mm. She's a wise little thing, my girl, as well. She like, is, she definitely. Says, do you know what I mean? She says the good things that we do and she holds on to that and goes, that's, that's what's important. You're like that. Yeah, I was. And I was never embarrassed of my mum either. I was always really proud. I had lots of pride. That was always instilled into me as well. It must be a family thing. But I reckon the biggest time that my online presence has affected Billy, and I don't know whether I handled this correctly or not, she is my my oldest daughter, my first biological kid, so she's the one I'm going to make all my mistakes on, but was when I felt like her group of friends were being bullies. And Billy doesn't like that word bully. She is really uncomfortable with it. It's so embarrassing. She, she thinks it's embarrassing. embarrassing. What would what do you what's a different word? What would you say? Being assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I outed them and wrote a post about it and I got on Channel Seven <laughs> News. <laughs> oh that's re- was that cringe? That was really cringe. I yeah. got like, what is wrong with you? Why am I on seven news? And I was like yeah. It was I didn't say their names. Because they were sending Billy messages like, why did you tell your mum? Because I'm messaging mums. That's what I, how I handled it first. I messaged all these mums and one of them was a fuck. You know how most mums are like, oh, my God, is there an issue? Let's talk about it. I don't want there to be an issue. Lots of mums were like that. But this one was like, well, in 1964, Billy Violet. <laughs> I'm trying to turn it all on Billy and I'm going, <laughs> come on, mate. Anyway, so I got angry and I wrote a post. and yeah, That was Billy too was much. Like, Billy was like, too far. Yeah, she reckons I didn't even know ways. she has talking, talk, talked to any of the parents. If you write something about Billy now, do you check with her, Con, or do you just post it? Generally, I check with her. Sometimes I'll just post it. If it's a photo, then I'll like get her approval because Wise. you know, and just like yeah, yeah, she wouldn't let me post a photo of her that she hadn't approved. And when you did the modelling, Billy, did you have to like check all the photos first? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Naturally. If it's just like a brag or maybe of her art as well, she might want to be like notified. But mm. if I'm just sort of bragging about her, then no, I still feel like I have a right to just, she's never said I wish she didn't post that. So that was going to bring me to one of my questions. Like I've always just thought that when 
a lot of influencers do stop posting of their children. They'll write like a blurb about how they've stopped because whatever child doesn't want to be online anymore. I'm like, cool. When they can say the words, I don't want to do it or, you know, can express to you that they're not interested, stop. Con, do you post things of your other children? Do you check with them before you do it? So all of my kids are different. And the ones, you know, some of them will love to be online, Snow in Snow, wants her own channel. <laughs> <laughs> but I generally will only post things that frame them in a lot or talk about things that I know they're okay with being with, you know what I mean? Yep. And I'll run it past them. I mean, I did that thing on Arlo with the Prime, but that was just a story, Instagram story. Oh, stories. yeah, the Prime energy drink. Yeah, and that got on the front <laughs> cover of paper but he was stoked it was a sleigh for him when they're older I have a really close relationship with my kids so I can't do anything that would work against them in any way like it would just backfire on me yeah as they get older it has to be more about what how they want to be seen in the world and less about how you want to show them absolutely (laughs) (laughs) Billy is there anything that you wish mum would do less of on social media or do you think everything she does is cool less of there's probably a couple of things that she could do less of. What? Maybe use like, emojis less. We know that. All the filters. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like the orange filters. Oh, why is that not cool? <laughs> it just makes me so. It makes me cringe so hard. I just, just like this. I love this. What else? What? Patting <laughs> her lips with the orange filters and it's like. It's like no, no, no. It's not even bad. But I'm it's not like, even patting my lips. It's not even bad, but it's like. When I'm in the story, you put the filter on me as well, and I'm like, you serious? You can't just put the filter on one person and then go I filter it off. Yeah, well, then take it off. No <laughs> more orange filter con. So orange filter's out, emojis are out. What else? Emojis are in. She just needs to learn how to use them. But I've actually been teaching her. She knows Can you Can you just give me a few tips as well? It's going to be weird, to be honest. Like, don't overly use smiley emojis. Yeah, no, the just... smiling one's not cool. And apparently the crying, laughing, crying one's not cool either anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you can do the crying one. You just can't do the laughing, crying mm. one anymore. And is the care heart still in or that's out? That's in. I like that. I don't know. She doesn't mind my um, nail polish flick. She thinks I that think one's funny. cool. Do you know what's funny? It's funny when you ask your kids, and I tell all the listeners to do this, is to ask your kids what they love the most about you. And I think it's really interesting because you hear such different things from different ones. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like Arlo likes something, loves something so different about me than what Billy loves. Yep. Like Arlo loves, you know, nurturing me. He was he talks about me in my grossest, oldest trackies that, you know, or he makes him feel really at home. Billy likes extra me. She's cool with the fact that I've got orange lipstick on and, you know, sunglasses inside at her fucking school ball. It's, it's really cute. Yeah, yeah. When every you kid's ask, different. Yeah, it's really cute what they get out of it. What about getting stopped on the street? Does that bother you? I'm probably going to say, like, I'm used to it. Like, people always think that it would bother me a lot or that, like, oh, you must be so tired of this. But, like, not trying to sound stuck up, but it's literally just normal. Like, mm-hmm. you're always getting stopped. It's probably like, what? A couple of times a day. You get stopped a couple of times a day. No, May, she said. Yeah, but yeah, she, but, you're, but then, you know, if they're there. Yeah, and she, she's been part of her life for so long, but I also think that there is a certain, like, love that my followers have for Billy in particular. That definitely comes across when you meet them, doesn't it? Yeah, they're all lovely and they're always like, Aww. they always talk to me sometimes. They're like, I've watched you since you were little, just, like your art and stuff. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice, right? Like, do you feel like you've got all these people, like, in your corner? Yeah. 
I'd say the privacy thing has is probably one of the biggest sort of downers for my kids that I get a bit like, well, don't tell them where we live. You know, if there's like a meeting, people want to talk to me because of an incident, I'm not going because everyone's just going to want to say things mm. about me. They met me and that I was a bitch or that I did this and that, but you know what I mean? So I think that the privacy thing is So does that kind of irk you sometimes? Like, really? Like you want to, you're like, oh, I just wish that was normal. Wait, what? We're focused. <laughs> so Interviewing I just teens. Out completely so, while you're being interviewed. It's, I was just thinking, like, this is probably the most she's spoken in like a month. <laughs> so many words. Like, is there the privacy issues that annoying? Like, if you're ever, you know, if mum's like, oh, I can't do that because, or knowing where you live, or yeah, put it this way: if you get were to get in trouble, let's say you were to get caught doing something that teenagers get caught doing. But I would be more angry at you because I say to you, you know that there are people out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happened lots of times. I feel like sometimes there's a bit of um, like a weight to be better or because it's like I feel like if I do something, it's worse if someone else does something because like it's hard to explain, but it's like, well, it's your mom. People kind of like expect it from me, I feel like. I want to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people just know that I'm bad. Well, not that I am bad, but, you're but, not. Just, but it's, I feel like it's because, like, it's because I have a mom. Well, not like a you kind of mom. <laughs> because mum's in the public eye, they they think they know her, so they think they know you, and you're going to be like her. Yeah. Well, I feel like because you know how mum has lots of like trolls, and she's like, oh, like her wild kids and all that. I feel like people think mm. I'm mm-hmm. just some like wild little mm-hmm. kid with no shoes. Yeah. With no rules, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's so true. And like no morals or something. Right. Yeah. So the assumptions, they place assumptions on you because of mum's following. If I actually like, so along with that, if I actually ever did get caught with doing something like, I don't know, anything, it's like almost worse because people are like, well. Kind of feels like you're that or tracks. Yeah. Or it's like, I feel like I don't want to make you look bad. Like I feel like it yeah. always makes you look bad. Like people are like, well. You couldn't, babe. You just couldn't. I know, right. But the ironic thing is that like we might not have a huge amount of rules, but we have lots of morals and lots of moral chats and talks about what the right and wrong thing to do is. Wouldn't you say that as a family we're not particularly, it's not like we just don't care. There are certain things we have like really strict rules on. Yeah, it's like the little things that. You know, like when you push mum too far or. Yeah, like people. Think that mom has no rules, but it's just like the tiny little things that she doesn't have rules about, like mm. playing in dirt or something like that. Mm. <laughs> it's like being kind to others. That's something that like mm. mom teaches little kids and like really imprinted on them because she wants to. Make like sure I remember once kind. when she was at our house and Billy Violet slapped the shit out of Arlo and Hugh said to me I've never seen you get up so fast and come down on a kid like that like you never yell at your kids but I was like we can't slap my golden boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know what you mean do you know what it's I mean? mean yeah and you can't stand for meanness but a few rules broken every now and then like fuck yeah Absolutely. I do feel that like having the the profile that I've got because it was like generally aimed towards mums, you know, in the mommy blogger sense, it is other kids' parents is where the main effect comes from, the main sort of community effect. Margaret River was a fucking nightmare at the end of the day, wasn't it? I feel like your parents and Margaret River just hated my guts. Really? How unfair is that? It's like you didn't stand a chance, you know, like they had those perceptions when you got down there and it was like, well, yeah. 
it's up to you to change them. <laughs> Billy often says to me, oh, her mum hates me. And I'm like, really? what possibly done to make them hate her? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's really full on, it, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And ki- and parents need to be careful where they're talking to their kids because it's rubbing off. Well, I think a lot of parents actually just don't care. So they are quite happy to talk about those sort of things. It's different because we're not in the public eye. But Ivy's told me of occasions with like, one friend in particular that parents just say things at the table that would horrify you or I just like what they just speak about people like that like in front of you know it's just not hidden it, it happens you're saying funny and I'm not going to make mention names because I'm not going to embarrass anyone but there are a particular couple in Margaret River who hate us more than anyone and who really hate me and don't mind telling everyone that they come across and Billy is friends with the kid and her and the kid stole one of his parents' phone once <laughs> went through their hidden album and they saw things in this phone that would make me or you fucking freak. Do you know what I mean? Like people glass in glass houses. houses. Yeah, What's yeah, yeah. Say? People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. But, you know, kids are going to steal your phones, aren't they? And that's a really good word of warning to all parents out there. Kids know the hidden album thing. Oh, my God. Alba and I have been sharing the same phone for the last week. Like something's happened with our iCloud and so, like, we're synced. So we've been getting each other's messages, look all photos. It's like. That's so annoying. But, you know, in one way I'm like, hey, like, yeah, because I did find out that she was somewhere where she wasn't supposed to be. I was like, well, you weren't there. You were there. And she was like, how did you know? I was like, your camera roll is on my camera roll. It's kind of like been a good little warning. It's like these things can happen like te- with technology. Yeah, they really can. can. And you either have to live a really clean life or you have to get oh. your head around technology. <laughs> Mom's chosen the second option. <laughs> so, Billy, what is the, like, is it still Snapchat is the main app that everyone uses or is there something else that's catching up? Um, Snapchat, Instagram, yeah. Or is TikTok? I guess TikTok. I don't think people communicate on TikTok as much, though, do they? Like with chatting and stuff? Videos. Yeah, like, Billy Violet is like, in love with um, her Snapchat, though. Like, yeah, when I broke Snapchat. Snapchat, it's like if you take Snapchat or, or a phone away, it's like losing a limb. I feel like adults like like Snapchat is some sinister app, but it's literally like I kid you not, it's literally just a messenger app for like teenagers. Do you know what I think scares from from like a parent's perspective? What scares us? And yes, you can choose. Yeah, the messages disappear. Yeah, it's that. That's but Bill, Billy, that's what scares us is the messages disappearing in terms of like because you know you can say something like horrible or you know so fucked up and then it's gone. I think that's where the fear comes from with us, you know. Yeah, but it's teaching you a bad culture, Billy. It's teaching you that you can do things online that disappear and you're not accountable for it. Yeah, it doesn't matter because it disappeared, so I can say whatever I want to say about someone. Why do I feel like? This podcast interview is going to turn into a screaming match. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're interested. So I was just saying, like, that's why a lot of people are afraid of Snapchat. But I think, you know, like my take on social media is that, like, it's not going anywhere. So you've got to, you know, learn safe ways of using it, blah, blah, blah. But if I want to have, like, get through to Albert the quickest, like, I'll talk to her on Snapchat. Really? So you've got Snapchat as well? I don't have Snapchat. Yeah, of course I've got Snapchat. I made my kids not have it for years. Billy Violet only got it like, what, two years ago or a year ago? I never deleted it. You did delete it. I remember when you got it back again. They get it back all the time. So this is the thing. So Ivy doesn't have it. She'll probably tell me when I leave the room that she does, but she doesn't now. But same, Alba was only allowed it when she like went to high school and had a phone. I got rid of Billy's after that bullying incident because I needed to look after her. Yeah. I did the same with Ivy. She was being bullied on there. So it's just like we're locking down. 
I must say, though, I had an incident recently where I was super proud of Billy Violet where she did actually say something that wasn't cool on Snapchat. She was no fucking angel, don't get me wrong. She was, like, you know, engaging in a message where the girl was calling her out on shit that she's mm. done as well. But, she, like, at the end of the day, take that down. It's mean. Like, you're just being mean now. And I read the whole conversation because I confiscated her phone. What do you think it is, Billy? right? Billy's ADD, by the way, guys, so she stops listening every five seconds. I did a survey to find out what parents' biggest like worries and concerns for their children is. And they really basically all came down to unkind kids, feeling left out, social media. Why do you think that no matter what we say to our children, they are still turning into Lord of the Flies when they get to fucking school (laughs) (laughs) and just turning on each other and being like gang mentality. Like what could we possibly do to stop this? I actually think about this a lot. It's like it's pretty interesting because like even like the nicest parents are most like you would meet their mom and you would like she's the most lovely lady ever but then her kids are a complete different person and they're just like monsters, I swear. Some people just come out being an (laughs) asshole. Some kids just, oh, mm. it's crazy because I always think, like, I wonder what you did differently. But you think my kids are nice? Maybe just me. And <laughs> <laughs> <I> snow. <laughs> you think mums or dads have more, like, influence over teens? Probably definitely mums. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I know mum hates this, like, when I say this, but, like, like I feel like your mum is just, like, your best friend. Like, I feel like you can just, like, because they're, like, I remember when I was your age or whatever. But like we understand, they're basically just an older version of you. But like, I know dads are just a bit weird. Well, it's different for us because we're kind of estranged, you know. Yeah, we don't really have a dad. I mean, Billy's got a stepdad, but like, hello, he's not someone she should go to for an intellectually, like, emotionally intellectual conversation. A lot of people think Dens is super emotionally intelligent, but what would you think say about that? <laughs> it's more empathetic. I think he's very. Mm. But I think they're very different things. And, like, while he's able to empathise with other people, you know, when I'll tell him a story about something and I'll be like, can you believe this happened to her? And he'll be like, what a fucking asshole!" I can't believe it. But then if I go to him, what are you afraid of? Open up to me about something vulnerable. He he just doesn't have it in him. It's like you ask him, like, what he thinks of it. Like, his response would just be like, yeah, I think it's a dick move, something like that. But, like, he wouldn't really, like. He doesn't go deep. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, Mm. he doesn't. Like, you wouldn't have a deep conversation about your emotions with them. Mm. Mm. I do, but I'm sort of just talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think, Denim? Yes. (laughs) Denim, are you awake? Don't you reckon? (laughs) So, Billy, are there any more secret apps that I need to know about? Like, you know, the calculator one? calculator one remember the calculator one it looks like the calculator but you go in there and it's like a safe so you can lock it and there's all this other stuff in there it's like a chatting app what about telegram are people still buying drugs on that Mm. no No? where's everyone buying drugs not that you would know but like you know from the teens like no videos on telegram why Why? well i'm not speaking from experience here but you just get like scammed you just get like literally like so like i'm some teenager boy trying to buy drugs on Telegram, I would just get bashed and then I would end up And take your money. Drugs and well, your money. you know, mm. I downloaded Telegram. I can't remember what it was for. I had to communicate with someone via Telegram. I cannot for the life of me remember why. But within 10 minutes I got sent a big rank dick pic. 
And do you know what the gross part of the dick pic was? Like in the background of the dick pic, there was like a TV and a mattress with no sheet on it, which is my biggest fear, and an empty bottle of Fanta. (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst picture I've ever been painted. Yeah. I know. Disgusting dick picture. Speaking of dick pics, when I went through Billy Violet's um, Snapchat, I saw a lot of not so much dick pics, but it was more like pictures that her female friends had sent her of like them and their boyfriend, like stuff that I did was not expecting. Really? Yeah. And because Dens was like walking past me and I'm on the computer going through Billy's Snapchat. So they're showing you the pictures after they've broken up? Yeah. No, but it's not like they sent. Well, it's really hard to say it's like naming names, but it's like <laughs> they're all sending nudes to each other when they're together. No, 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 no. So it's like an ex, and then like their DP got leaked, and then like the ex, my friend, was like, "Oh, look how funny this is! So and so's DP just got leaked because he's an asshole." These guys and really so need to you- stop with the dick pics, don't they? Um, I really associate myself with boys. With boys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one guy asked her for a nude and she said, no, I was stoked when I moved through her Snapchat. Remember that guy? He was cute. I think he lives in Gold Coast. He lives in Melbourne. Melbourne. Mm-hmm. How'd you meet him? Um, I added to a group chat, some random one. He was just in it. And remember, guys, don't put your face in it. That's the key. Try not to get your vag in it either. Why not just send them like a finger? <laughs> like this. What? Like this. <laughs> yeah, that's clever. Oh my god, love that, Billy. Going into wax. My god, there's so many areas of your body you could pretend to be. Can we talk really about teenagers and sex because yeah. I feel like I feel like the culture hasn't really changed since I was young. Where like when I was young, there was we got pressured into fucking men and boys that we didn't we didn't enjoy it. We weren't having any like we were pretending we enjoyed it. And I thought that the culture was changing, but that was very naive of me because obviously feminism's been around for a lot longer than I have. There's been huge movements in the past, but that hasn't even made a nudge on this sort of patriarchal standpoint of girls feeling like when the boys say jump, we say how high. So what would you say the culture is like now, Billy, when it comes to like boys wanting blowjobs and sex and stuff? Are girls just doing it? Yeah. I feel like it's what you just said that. I feel like they always like pretend that they're like, yeah, I just, I just really love sucking my boyfriend's dick. And I'm like, yeah, that's such a lie. Such a lie. <laughs> I love that you know that. People still doing like anal before they do like vaginal sex. Is that like a thing still? No. No. no okay. Claude, when was yeah, this? It was like like a few years ago, like an or, an orgies, and like everyone's having like group sex before, like just one on one sex. Like it was different. That's so not true. When did that happen? No, James told me when his kids were like, like, yeah, in the last couple of years. James told you, yeah. James is a nurse, guys. He doesn't lie. Mm. All right. Do any of your friends have anal sex? <laughs> no. See, they would be like kicked out of every single friend group that had that everyone would just bully them I saw it but they yes that is so embarrassing <laughs> oh, maybe it's going the other way this is great but it definitely was like a thing a while ago and yeah like um just group sex they were just having orgies all the time like really soon mom I'm pretty I'm 14 not 17 <laughs> yeah maybe we need like no one my age is having orgies. I'm just Wait, thinking Snapchat. I know what you guys are getting up to I yeah, think I'm really. just thinking like we need like a 17 year old on next I think it's different yeah mm. okay we can find out about Claude's anal sex theory 
Can I ask you something? Okay, so yep. back to still, still on the sex and teens, you've got a lot of like, we're not going to obviously talk about your sex life or anything like that. I'd never embarrass you like that. But with like the people that you know, you've got a lot of girls giving blowjobs to boys. Are there many girls getting head jobs or mm. is it a straight? It's definitely a one way. Is it? Yeah. So, yeah, where have we come as a society? Like it's, we're just not. I, I feel not. like blowjobs aren't even that popular anymore. I feel like it's mainly just sex. Right. Interesting. Or maybe they are, but, like, I haven't really heard much from, like, my friends. But do you think as well, like, I know that, you know, and Billy, this might, you might not understand this because you're not, because of the age that you are, but I know that, you know, women do mature sexually, like, later than men. So a boy is going to get off on a blowjob earlier than a girl is going to get off on receiving head. Con, would you agree? Personally, I think women, girls have too much self-conscious issues yep. with their own body Definitely. to enjoy yeah, but, and that, but that does prevent you from enjoying it because you're not relaxing. Yeah, so I think that you do need to, in particular for me, my I don't know, I can't speak for other women, but my personal experience that I needed to be with the, the one guy for a long time to trust him, to feel comfortable around him before I could really start to totally. enjoy sex. And like yeah. a teenage boy is not going to be but sexually yeah, mature okay. enough to be able to play a woman in that way. Like they're just not. That's why I don't understand girls that go out with younger guys because I'm like, mm. yeah, that's really? all my friends. Your really? friends do that. Two years. Well, two I'm years all, younger. All the boys that they date or get with, they're like my age and all my friends are like maybe two years older than me. That is so bizarre. That didn't happen when I was young. We were going out with boys that are older than us, never younger. Yeah. Because we knew they were prepubescent. They they mature later. And also they're not interested. Boys take a lot longer to, not, not always. Some boys are interested in like relationships and stuff younger, but they generally switch on when they're like 16. They're just not aware of and then all of a sudden one day they are it's like it is later yeah. than girls you know now since like since when you guys were kids well not kids like teenagers I feel like people are like I don't know if maturing is the right word but just like becoming sexually active like way way sooner than like Let, babe I don't think you actually know the truth of the age I yeah. was when I was watching it yeah I think there's always people that do it a lot younger than others it's a pretty big spectrum I just talk about 16 17 because I want to set that expectation and that bar back for you I actually know like when I was young there were girls losing their virginity and I'm not kidding yep. at 12 yeah friends of mine yes, losing yeah, their virginity absolutely. Well, yeah, I knew someone at 12 as well. But you know what? I didn't lose mine until I was 17. I was really, like, late. Like, I felt like it was really late. Yeah, well, it's late for our friend but I know I wasn't, like, into guys. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, would, like, get crushes and stuff, but I just wasn't, like, when I was, like, 14 at all. Like, the thought of kissing someone, I was like, it just didn't interest me. Well, the guy I lost my virginity to dumped me, like, the week. <laughs> We've discussed that. Mine was, like, yeah. a couple of weeks. It's just so disappointing. But they're kicking themselves now. Yeah, I don't like the term lose your virginity because totally. it really glorify virgins, which is such a rank thing. Do you know what I mean? So I really think we should be like removing that emphasis on girls waiting and what should we rename it? I don't know, but I want I wanted to change the narrative about like owning and feeling like you're in control of your sexuality. But you don't lose anything when you have totally. sex. Totally. It's a really gross term. Such a gross term and it's not used as much to talk about men. So you know? true. It's just like yeah. this. 
it's quick, it's because gone. Because men basically lost their virginity when they were born because they play with their dick so much and it's also cute and talked about. But it's just Whereas not talked about before. for guys. But I noticed ever since I had two young girls, a girl and a boy, that the difference in the way that people reacted to their naked bodies mm-hmm. Always so like Billy Violet was always naked. She's just that was the kind of life that we lived. And then Arlo came along, and so was he. But people were chasing Billy with a nappy or with undies. And you know, I even had like some of my ex's friends say, "Oh, I'm not comfortable. Could you put clothes on?" Really? Like what? Exactly. That's what I was. I was like, "What are you worried you're going to get turned on?" Like how weird? Yeah, yeah. Because I never had that. um, Two girls. Arlo, nothing. Arlo's there trying to put his dick in the hose and everyone's laughing, going, <laughs> isn't that hilarious? Look at him. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's the, I've, I've always thought there was a massive problem with girls, their bodies, mm. their sexuality, mm. the way that it's talked about, yeah. and um, and it's obviously not changing. Like, when's it going to fucking change? We've got a long way to go. <laughs> Sometimes I think we've come a long way and then other times I think, where have we got? And it's sad because, you know, sometimes I feel like the only way I can keep my kids safe is by saying don't have sex, say no to everyone. You know what I mean? And why the fuck am I making my daughter take away the like one of the funnest parts of her life because I want to keep her safe from these fucking gross boys around? Well, I think it's just natural instinct. I do as well. I'm like, oh, no one's ever good enough. No. And they're, <laughs> they're not going to talk about you and send your photos on. and Dump you, you the know? next day. Yeah. But we'll be there if it does happen. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. Armed with chocolate. (laughs) Um, Billy, you know, recently we had a, you know, as I've mentioned, I went through Billy's Snapchat and found out a lot about a life that I didn't know. And I've always thought that, you know, if, it's really naive to be smug and to think that you know everything your kid's getting up to and all the rest I of it. Do you feel like that's an invasion of your privacy, Billy? Because when if I've done that to Abram, she's like, oh, my God. I fucking it. Yeah, but, Billy, like that's what I want to talk to you about. Like why do you feel like at your tender age you're allowed to have all this privacy on a phone that I pay for yeah. you know, under a roof that isn't actually mine but, you know, technically? Surely I should still have the right to go through it when I need to. For your own safety. At my tender age, like I feel like. Sometimes you're like, guys, look how grown up Billy is, and you're like, just too little. But it is like that. It's big, scary world. You are Put it this way. I just feel like no, just because, like, well, I'm sorry if I'm not being, like, super nice on your podcast, but. (laughs) That's okay. You don't have to be nice. We we want you to be honest. It's great picking your brain. Why would I go into your brain and get every single conversation you've ever had with your friends? Because as much as you think of me as a friend, we're not equals. I've been on this earth for 25 years longer than you. No, but we talk like friends and we tell each other everything and we have that, you know, like we're super close. But at the end of the day, I've been on the earth for 25 years longer than you. It is my job to protect you. It's not your job to protect me. Okay, fine, do that. But just you just need to accept the fact that my love will shrink a bit more every time you do it. You say that, but then, you know, there'll come a time, you know, I don't want to sound like an old bag, but you'll be like, 
Mom was right. Da, 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 da. Also, really, since I broke into your Snapchat because <laughs> I am a monster, do you find do you, all mom talking about? Do you think Snapchat, that Snapchat? <laughs> whatever? Do you think that we got closer after that or more distant? Well, you think that we've gotten closer just because you started to hack me? Are but, you here to say oh, you haven't? Because all mum's been telling me is how much closer you've been since you hacked into it. I think we have gotten closer. I just don't think that's why, just because you like decided to violate me. I just think that I've just grown and I've just grown into like a more fun person to be around, like not like a little kid that you have to look after. But, but do you think a part of that is because like she knows stuff now so you can I'm kind of talk like, about it? Like, I'm some little five-year-old that's running around asking you to peel my banana. But don't you, so you think it's only because you've grown up. You don't think it's because now you know that if you got yourself into some trouble and you needed help or you were spewing at a party, you were lost or whatever, you know that you could call me and I wouldn't be a dick about it. Yeah. You could be more open about stuff because mum knows some of the stuff that's happening. Well, I definitely think that me compared to me and you compared to my friends and other people, I definitely have a better relationship with my mum than anyone else that I know. Good. <laughs> and that might, and do you think it, that, but you don't think it's improved after the Snapchat break in? <laughs> don't tell me what I want to hear. Just tell me the fucking truth. My God. And Billy Violet, talk to me about your art. Are you losing passion for art or are you still as much in love with it as you always were? I don't feel like it's gone forever, but I kind of haven't been doing it very much for the past couple, like probably this year. But you've gotten into the piano and singing more. Yeah, probably I've gotten more into like music and kind of faded art a bit, but I want to get back into it. I just feel like I need to start practicing more because my skills are fading. They're not fading. It's just very much like me. I With go the in art. and out. Yeah. All artists do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was just about to say all artists seem to go in and out of, you know, it's about where you're at at the time. Another thing that I wanted to quickly ask you, you know, something that else that really bothers parents, not just me, but all parents is – that no matter how many times we tell you how fucking incredible you are, how beautiful you are, how amazing you are, you don't believe us, what could we do? How the fuck are we supposed to, as parents, raise your confidence and get you to see yourselves through our eyes? Because kids all over the world are not seeing, it's like they've got dysmorphia and they're seeing someone else. My personal opinion there's just really nothing you can do about it because at the end of the day, like, I guess just keep telling them. Do you think it just comes with age? Like one day you just start to like certain things by yourself? Yeah, but I also just think that, like, every kid's just going to think that their mom's or their dad's just telling them that because they're their parents. Feel like the so you don't value our opinion? Do you believe stuff if it comes from someone else? Deep down I, I value your opinion. What if it comes like, from someone else? I always used to, like, getting compliments from like your older sister or like mate i remember like caitlin when she yeah like someone you look up to that's like a a few years older you'd you'd listen to them more yeah when caitlin would like compliment me i feel like i was on top of the world or like even like one of your friends yeah i get it yeah someone that's cool that you're like oh my god like yeah yep it's true and it's you know what that's something it's a hard pill to swallow but Mums need to learn, and I have need to learn as well, that we aren't always going to be the ones that can get the message across so to our true. kids. It's going to, you know, and, and that's and that's okay. Like it's not going to be 
you're still their number one, but they, these sort of things, they're not going to believe you because they know that you're got rose-colored glasses on, you know. They- we have the most amazing, like I'm not allowed to call her a babysitter because she's like my kids are too old to be babysat, but she used to babysit my kids and now she's like, you know, studying nursing and a lot. But I still get her to come around sometimes because my kids love her. She's a beautiful, amazing girl and they listen to her. So if she says something to them, they listen. They're like, I'll give that a go. Like, yeah, it's amazing. You know, that's what Maggie Dent says. She's like, one of the most important things you can do for your children is set them up with relationships that aren't you. So and true. many people don't want to hear that. Like if you came to me and said, Billy Violet called me because she was in a jam. I'd be so wrapped. I'd be stoked, you know, but it took me a long time to get there. Yeah. Like I think there were days where I was insecure and it would have upset me and I would have been like, well, where is she calling you? But um, <laughs> I'd be stoked if my girls went to any of my friends, and I think they would. Yeah, let's hope so. Is there? Have you got any final parenting advice, Billy, for raising teenagers? I don't really know, to be honest. Like that's a tough one. You think it's, like like kids are going to try stuff anyway? Yeah, but I feel like it's just the people they're around. You just got to like mm. make sure you know their friends. Like that's so true. Is all the people that they're around? Yep. Totally. Well, like. The culture there and like mm-hmm. Margarita, I was probably going to become a heroin addict at one point. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's less to do, right? You know, so you're just hanging around. So this guy I interviewed said that one of his big pieces of advice for keeping your teenagers on the rails was like get them a- an identity. If they know who they are because they're really good at something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That so thing, then, then they're less inclined. And I was thinking, well, I'm in Margaret River because Denim's got two sons here, but they're like famous skaters and they're going to be okay, whereas I've got little artists and do you know what I mean, like really different kids and there's not much of a culture there for it. And if you don't have that surfer or skater identity in Margaret River, there's just so much teenage drugs. Like how many teenage drugs is there down there? I reckon probably more kids are on drugs than off drugs in Margaret River. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I'd say that would be the case in the majority of, not all country towns, but when there's less to do. Primary school people are smoking weed. Yeah, year six. There's kids that smoke weed. Far out there. So we actually want to do a whole nother um, podcast on this issue and with like, you know, youth mental health because it's all sort of related, you know. Something inside me said, get your kids out of here. When we were at like the third teenage suicide, when we were living down there, so it was just scary. It was an alarm bell. Yeah. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's actually crazy how many teachers. Do you see I mean, a difference, Billy, when you go back? Do you see the difference more when you, you know, like how you just went back last week to Margaret River? Well, sometimes I feel. Well, not like so much your friends, but the outer sort of community of friends. Yeah. It's kind of just like grey down in south. Unless you're like a tourist and it's like, oh, let's go to the beach. But it's like people that live there, it's like they're so dull, I feel like. Like, mm. like they're still teenagers and they've already given up. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's no uni down there. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. 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 And But this is all country towns. It's not just Margaret River. It's all country towns. It's Yeah, I've always, always had the idealistic, I'd love to raise my kids in the country, but then when I did it, really good for young kids, I think. I think teenagers. so too, but that. When they yeah. hit school and high school, high school in particular. Well, the thing is that high school kids yeah. are not, you heard her, they're not influenced by you anymore. No. It's like you've done exactly. what you can do. Exactly. They're out in the world and, yeah. And their community is what will influence them. Yeah. I think the first thing you could probably do is like, like if you have a friend with, why are you looking at me like that, Claudia? <laughs> <But> if, you, <laughs> if you have a friend 
who has like kids the same age as you. Like you and Claudia are really close. You guys probably like share morals and all that. Like, <laughs> share morals and all that. True, True. we do. <laughs> well, then, like, probably like that means like me and Abel would be good influences on each other. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. And I'd say you you probably do have similar morals as well because of how we do. Because you're both fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. Okay, it's time for some questions from our viewers. Are you ready, Billy? I'm ready. Has she ever been concerned about losing Denim or her stepbrothers if we broke up? Yeah, I used to think about that. Like, sometimes if you and Denim hadn't had an argument or something, and I'd be like, oh, I'm probably never going to see like Zeke again. But then I realised I probably would, like, like on the rare occasion that me and Zeke hang out. I'd probably still see it. And I don't know if I'll see so, like who really sees that except with dad. But I don't think you guys would ever break up. So. <laughs> I think Dan's would probably make sure that he got to see you. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> he really loves you so much. Does Billy wish I had a regular nine to five job? You? Mm. No. Why would I wish that? But, well, I think people might have like the wrong idea. People just love to think that there's so much negativity that comes with like having an online presence. I don't know. I just feel like everybody thinks that that's like the main sort of narrative is those poor kids, those poor kids. They don't realise that it actually doesn't really affect you. You don't have like set work dates. Like you still work a lot, a lot, a lot, but you can kind of like pick your hours, I guess. That's it. It's flexible. Yeah. Even though I might be working until midnight some nights, but I didn't have to work, you know, when you guys needed me. Yeah. It's actually like ideal, I reckon. But anyway, this is about you. What motivates Billy Violet? How does your mum's career influence you? My mum definitely influences me a lot. Like, just with not even just her career, like everything she does, <laughs> it influences me, just like the way she acts. But I def- it influences me because, or how, because I don't really. This is a hard question. <laughs> well, like, I guess when we look at your schoolwork, there's lots of, um, there's, you know, quite progressive ideas about the patriarchy and feminism, you know, yes. that shines through. She's so independent and, like, when she wants to do something, she does not do it. So. <laughs> I think that's true as well. Like, you're definitely never going to, I don't think you're ever going to end up in a relationship where you're not in complete control of everything you'll probably just not be in a relationship if that's what's on offer yeah i got that from my mom as well so it's like a family thing it runs in the genes does runs in the genes do you feel like you can tell your mom anything (laughs) um yeah like probably like 95 percent of things i tell my mom i think it's healthy that there are things you can't tell me as long as you knew if it was important you could yeah it's like if I don't really feel like getting a lecture, I won't tell you. Yeah, sometimes I can't help it. It's my job is to lecture you. What social media platforms are you on? Have you ever had any issues with bullying? Not really bullying, I guess, online. Just like maybe like DMs, maybe like trolls. I get a couple sometimes, but it's not like, I don't know. I just don't really, I don't really know. Like it doesn't really affect me, to be honest. That's good. No, that's not really a good answer. But no, but like, you've had to learn, like, how irrelevant trolls and people that abuse people online really are. Yeah, I know. It's like I, could, I can't really give advice on how to, like, not care because I just don't care. 
And I just, like, I never really have, to be honest. It's, like, I remember when mum was practicing for her TED Talk, she was, like, doing lines, and she was, like, I don't know, denim or something. She was, like, reading out all her lines, and some of them were, like, about, like, the trolls she's had. And I was, like, a little kid, and I was, like, what? That is so mean. And now that I realise, like, it's pretty easy just to not to care. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're people you don't even know, you've never met, you don't care about. Mm-hmm. I always say to people, if, like, some foul-looking, feral cretin of a human, like, walked past you on the street and said, you're an ugly, fat slut, like, would you go home and cry? No, <laughs> you wouldn't. You know, like, cool people don't sit at home abusing people. They just don't. Yeah, and I've never really gotten, like, hateful comments or anything from cool people. It mm-hmm. always loses our home on their phones. Mm-hmm. And so what social media platforms do you want? We already kind of covered that. You're on Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, but that's just to, like, text people, Messenger. Which one would be the most likely to make you feel like shit when you turn it on? Hmm. Well... It's because, well, I'm kind of, you kind of caught me in a trap here because. <laughs> you don't want to say anything bad about Snapchat. No, it's because, like, <laughs> say, like, Instagram, it's not just texting. Like, you also, like, you post, you look at people's stories, there's reels, all that. And that's the same with TikTok, but Snapchat's just texting. So, like, obviously there's going to be more hate on Snapchat that's just texting. But that just depends on who the people that you friend request or who the people that you add because they're the only ones that can talk to you. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just your friends on Snapchat. Unless, like, you're, like, adding randoms. How does Billy deal with split parents? To be honest, it's not even split parents. It's just, like, one parent. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. Just, I don't know. It's, like, people ask me all these, like, deep questions, like, how, how have I handled with this? But I just, like, I don't know if it's because... Well, I'm going to sound so uptight here, but I don't know if it's just because I'm, like, tougher as a kid than other kids or something, but they just never affected me. I kind of, like, or maybe I'm just, like, a psychopath. No, you're not a psychopath, and I think a lot of people maximise things like divorce and they try and make it they make it worse. Yeah. They're like, you know, it's not your fault, it's not this, and I'm like, I know it's not my fault. Why are you, <laughs> why are you putting that in my brain? Yeah, why would I ever think it was my fault? Yeah, what? I've actually spoken to a few teenagers about this, not just about parents divorcing, but about all sorts of life events, like big things where they've said to me, I just don't really care, but everyone keeps making me feel like I'm a psychopath for not caring. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember, like, I think, like, ages and ages ago, I was probably, like, 10 or something, like an aunt, like, one of your aunties that, like, I'd met a few times, like, passed away. And I, like, kept on thinking, why am I not bawling my eyes out? <laughs> and I didn't even cry. I was, like... Oh, I felt so guilty. I was like, I'm definitely a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you probably never, like, saw that, auntie. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Are you enjoying your new school or did you like homeschooling better? Uh, I hated homeschooling, actually. <laughs> you did. It was so boring. I was at home. I woke up at home. I stayed at home and then I went to bed at home. But we, we went out and did stuff. Well, yeah, but... I, Boring stuff. I didn't like hanging out with friends. Yeah, that when was I it. first moved from Margarita, it was like the worst time of my life, if I'm going to be honest. Like, because like all my friends in Perth I hadn't seen in years, so I wasn't that close with them. Like, now that I'm close with them, I probably hang out with them more. Now that I have more friends in Perth, I'm like, just like, 
being alive. But like when I first moved from Nagariba, it was like the most depression thing ever. Like I was just like at home and I don't even know, I kept switching rooms, going to get getting mad at me. Was, <laughs> and then we had homeschooling and it just wasn't fun and I was like not understanding any of the homeschooling. I was doing the same work as Arlo. <laughs> That's what I like to I think that you're one of those amazing children that doesn't need to constantly be reminded of worse times in order to appreciate what you've got. But like sometimes when you don't want to go to school, you're like, oh my God, school, I feel like saying, remember how much, you know, the reason you started homeschooling was you hated going to school. You were dragging your feet every day saying, I don't want to, please, staying on the stairs going, please homeschool me, mum. Then I homeschool you and then you're like begging me to find you a school which I did. So now that's why now I put my foot down a little bit and I'm like, you will try and you will because you are smart. You do have, you know, you're not, you might not be the most academic person in the world, but you're extremely creative and extremely smart and you can actually pull it together enough for academia. You can get A's. You're capable of that. You've shown that. Not capable of maths or getting A's. Well, that's maths, you know what I mean? Like who is? But just the fact that you can. I couldn't when I was your age. I wasn't half as smart as you are. So that's why I push you now. And also because we've tried everything now and we're at a really good school. (laughs) (laughs) You're an impossible kid. I just, I don't know why I'm never happy in my school. Well, that's because you're a kid. You can't be. Who's your favourite singer? Singer? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, like Amy Winehouse, Lauren Hill. I do like Billie Eilish, but I don't really have her in my playlists. But every now and again, if I'm in the car with my mom, just but yeah, Lauren Hill, Amy Winehouse, I like pretty much old music, to be honest. Next question is, how do teenagers want us to approach the topic of sex with them? Literally don't. I feel like... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I know, but like, I guess like probably, it depends how old your kid is. If you haven't already done it and your kid's like literally like 13 or 14, like literally yeah. just don't. Like, I literally learned what, what sex was when I was in like year two. But what about, like, consent and... Well, yeah, I'm getting to that. Okay, sorry. If, like, like how babies are made, I guess, like, I would probably just skip that altogether because it's just an awkward experience. And actually, if you want to, like, get in a good word, I guess, and not, like, because other kids around your kid are probably explaining it really bad, they're like, then they fuck, and mm. it's probably just not good. Like, they probably just want to have a good idea around sex. Yeah, I remember hearing the twins talking and they were like, babies come out of thumbs. And I was like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to talk about, wait, what was the question again? Like, what's the best way for us to approach sex with our teenagers? I'll probably just do, like, I'm talking about, like, consent and, like, you know what I'm trying to talk about? Yeah, yeah, like, um, making sure that you have sex safely and. Yeah, like that, like, not, like, literally just sex, like, like, what it is, but, like, all the concepts around it, like, consent and, like, safe sex and, like, all that. But I don't really know how. Like, I don't know, I'm not really a mom. Would you find that if I really wanted to make sure that we had that chat, which we talk about broader topics similar to that quite often, so I never really feel like we need to sit down for a chat. We never really have, like, the birds and the bees talk. No. Like, that was... I see that in rooms and I'm like, fuck. So I find that awkward and not natural. But I also have a theory that, like, if I was worried about something to do with your sex life and I felt like, hey, well, I wasn't able to get through you or you weren't talking to me if I had someone like Aunt Lisa or Claudia or somebody like that talking to you would that would you stomach that easier yeah definitely 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 but I don't know if everyone has an Aunt Lisa 
Yeah, she's pretty rad. Yeah, she's like really. You need a rad auntie that talks to your kids as if they're like friends and equals. Okay, next question. Is there times when you don't like having your family life online? There are definitely times where, like, I've really, really hated having, like, you in the public eye. Like, it's like, I'll be like, so I'll be like talking to a guy or something, and then, like, he'll look at my tag for us, or he'll look at that, he'll look at that I'm, I'm followed by verified people, and he starts talking to them, and then like, he's like, I know your mom, I know I've seen pictures of you, and I'm just like, okay. And it just like gets so old, it's like, you're like the 18th guy to do that, so. It's just. Or if somebody goes with you, they can see your childhood photos. Yeah, or like, to be honest, it's very hard to explain, but I just didn't, I just don't really like it that much. But definitely the pros outweigh the cons. Mm -hmm. Like, I could go on for hours about like how great it is having you as a you. It's okay to not love everything. I don't love everything. Yeah, me neither. Personally, I feel like I have added pressure to. I feel like I'm really bad at this. No, you know, you're fantastic at this, but I feel like I add more pressure to myself to try and give you guys, like, a really good childhood and I get more parental guilt feeling like I'm not giving you everything than I did before because now I feel like you sacrifice your autonomy and you, you your lives are public, but I've always said to myself that is, well, you said the pros outweigh the cons. Like, well, I get to we get to travel, we get to live in this beautiful house, we've got freedom and all this stuff. And so when I'm not giving you that, like when I don't feel like we're living an affluent life, <laughs> I feel like you're only getting the cons. I feel like you run around the house sometimes, like because we're ruining your side, like, I'm bored. And you just run around the house asking every kid, like, do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to let's go for a picnic? How about waterfalls? Have you seen these waterfalls? Let's do something. And I'm like, chill. And no one wants mom. to do waterfalls with me anymore. That's the worst part. Like, that's my favorite part of parenting is nature. And now you guys all want to do, like, movies. And that's just always. Actually, obsessed with movies. Like, I was watching a movie the other night. The second it ended, he was, like, trying to replay it. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> None of my kids are little nature cubs like me. I guess you are. You, I mean, you jumped in that freezing cold water the other day. I was super stoked. I wasn't even that cold. That was actually fun. I really wish we were, we like, had like a farm and like we had like a waterfall. Me too. We've got the same vision, Billy. What's the best thing your mum has done for you as a teenager? There's loads of good things your mum's done for me. Like, there's no really one specific thing. Well, not off the top of my head. I can give it a go. <laughs> I feel like this is going to break your heart. <laughs> No, I'm trying to think of something, like one amazing thing I've done for you as a teenager. But there's just like so much, literally every day you do something. Thanks. Mum's like helping me, like I really want to get like a clothing line, like set up, and I really want to start a clothing line, and Mum's trying to help me do that. And that goes back to how my career inspires you as well. Yeah. I really want to be just like you. I know that's weird, but like. Oh, you make me so proud. <laughs> Isn't that the best, though, listeners, like when you hear your kids say that they want to be like you, that they, you know, want to, that, that's just, I never, you know, in my wildest dreams what I thought that I'd had a kid that knows me better than anyone and she wants to follow in my footsteps. Like, that's so fucking mad. I'm a lucky mum. Where do you get your fashion inspo from? Because it's obviously quite different from me. I feel like I used to get more stuff from Zeke, but now I'm kind of like... Wanting to wear clothes that like kind of like fit my body, I guess, mm-hmm. and make me feel confident. Oh, isn't this music to my ears? 
do you compare other mums to your own, not just necessarily negativity in a negative way? Do you ever look at other mums and go, oh, she's had dinner made at five and... Yeah, they're like, um, you don't boil this out and then come and say, you know, you will. Yeah. Yeah, well, like sometimes when we're staying in her house and there's like little fruit platters every like every couple of hours, I'm just like, oh, why do you do <laughs> it's all right, Queens. Yuli has a very close friend of mine. She's allowed to have that accolade. That's why I send my kids there so that they can get that parenting from her. <laughs> How does she want her mum to deal with her personal space? I'm missing my daughter who's 14. I feel like it really definitely depends on the kid. I reckon just like I'm trying to think if this was me and you. I probably just like want you, but, like, I wouldn't say this because what would be part of my wife? I wanted you to talk to me. Well, do you remember that day when I was super angry at you because I'd gone through your phone or something and you, like, just left? Yeah. And I freaked out and called everyone? Well, you know, any other mum would have gone... No, it's because you, you took my phone and I had already had plans with one of my friends and I didn't want to cancel them, so I just wanted anyways. Yes. And, you know, then when you came back, most people would have said, you know, did you get pissed off? What did you do? And do you know what I did? I said to her, let's go on a shopping spree. And Denim couldn't believe me. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I just feel her pulling away and my natural instincts are to reel her back in. And clothes and bribery is the only way I know how to do it. But we had a great day and then we had a great night. And I don't know, I kind of don't regret it. We ate my favourite food. We ate your favourite food. That was so fun. Yeah, we can do that any day. And then you just drop me over my friend's house. (laughs) One more question. My daughter hates showering and brushing her hair she's 11 she got her period on her birthday last year what do i do <laughs> got a period at 10 and she hates showering and more brushing her teeth i feel like that's just the average 11 year old experience like look at Rumi and snow like, yeah granny has to force them in the bath granny i bath them <laughs> okay yeah. granny baths them um and Somebody else said, Billy Violet, do you realise how cool you are? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, sometimes. When I'm, like, with you, I feel cool. Aw. You're cool anyway. Like, I don't know, maybe in the last couple of years you were always my kid and that's how I sort of thought of you, of your identity, but now I definitely see you as somebody who has turned into our own little self and... And you, I mean, your art started overlapping me, started getting better than me, and now your personal sense of style and your own personality and your own opinions are, you know, they're broader than me now. Everything about you has is, is outgrown me and you've become your own person and it's awesome. Thank you. I feel like I really, if the producers could count how many times I said I feel like this <laughs> podcast would be a big number. But anyways, I definitely feel like... I've become more of, like, who I am in the past, like, year or, like, maybe year and a half. Like, when I when we first came to Perth and, like, that between a year ago, I, like, didn't really know who I was yet. I was kind of just, like, tagging along with the fan, I guess. But now I feel like I've kind of, like, grown into my own person. I kind of know who I am now. You're a savage. Well, I'm not, like, 100% there yet because I'm actually, like, 14. But... Mm. I know who I am a little older than I think. Like a couple of years ago. Yeah, mm. That's great. So what would advice would you have for parents out there who have teenagers that don't feel like they know who they are yet or that they, you know, we've had a few people saying that their teenagers feel like they don't fit in anywhere. How do you find that? I know with me it didn't sort of happen until I moved to Melbourne. Yeah, 
I feel like you can't really do anything. It just like comes sometimes, like eventually, like you just, you'll find yourself. What about like a change of school? Do you think that helped? Yeah, obviously that would help because like if you're not fitting in with anyone at your school or like you're not, like it's just not for you, then it's not like you can change the school. You've got to move and you'll probably definitely find a better one because overall moving schools actually isn't that bad. I actually love moving schools. Like I've only done it like two, three times or something. But like it's like you can just like, pick your identity. And like, mm. no it's like a yeah, no embarrassing thing you've ever done. It's like no one knows who you are. But isn't like you know how parents always go, oh, you can't get away from social media these days. It follows you. But is that not really true? Like, it's actually not right. Like, I guess if you moved to a school that was like five minutes away and like people knew, like this is like if you've done something and like you were getting bullied or something. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think less parents should be scared of going, you know what, it's not working for my kid here. And people go, oh, but if it's your kid, you've got to attack the problem rather than the school. But sometimes there's a bad culture in a you school. Just get it, if you're unwanted unwanted somewhere, and that's like the sad reality, if you're literally getting bullied and then you're unwanted, then just leave. And, like, honestly, if you're, like, because I kind of, I wasn't that confident, like, before when in my river, I guess. When I moved to my new school, I kind of just, like, acted like I was so confident and yeah now I just am yeah you know so you can just like change your persona so true and now all the parents say to me oh my kid thinks Billy Violet's so cool and I'm like fuck she pulled that one off well done (laughs) (laughs) but there are definitely like days where like I literally just am hating life but that's like everyone like you're like oh I'm so ugly or I look so fat in this or this and that but then like I feel like that's just, like, a natural thing. Yeah. Like, have a slump there. Yeah, yeah. And probably, like, not beat yourself up over it or not as parents go, oh, my God, my kid's got no self-confidence. What have I done to them? It's like, man, you could not give a kid more confidence than I've tried to give Billy Violet. And she still has days where she's super down on herself. And I just feel like us as parents have to accept that, like, slumps in confidence happen, but they also go up again as well. And if we just could not emphasise it so much. I remember thinking, like, Oh, my mum is, like, this massive body positive. Like, she's so, like, confident in everything. Why am I, like, why am I, like, so insecure about my body and everything? And it was, like, some this big question that I had because I was, like, why am I like this? Like, my mum is actually so confident, like. But, you know, I'm insecure too. And, you know, we all have it. It's just that, like, slowly you want to be pushing yourself to being more secure because that's, as we said, it's all about perspective. It's all about what you think you are. Yeah. Like, slowly you just, like, because everyone always has, like, a vision of, like, the person I want to be. Like, I want to be, I want to, like, love more. I want to, like, wear the clothes I like. You're eventually just, like, thinking about it. I feel like you'll eventually just become it. So true. If you keep that vision. Manifest it or something. Yeah, it's true. So true. And all of a sudden the person that you envisioned that you would be, you are. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking high five. You're the best. Thank you so much, Billy. Thank you. And we'll be getting Billy back on in the future for anyone else that has more teenage questions. Maybe even get your teenagers to send in some voice recorded questions and Billy can answer them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of To Be Frank. 
If you enjoyed this episode and want more, be sure to click follow. And leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we explore more interesting topics and people from all over the world. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.